0: May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Please be seated. Um, Today's gospel offers wonderful opportunities for a good sermon. However, I will tell you beforehand, you will not get a good sermon from today's gospel. I'm not even sure you'll get a good sermon but you'll get some remarks. Um, I actually am gonna talk about the very end of the gospel if you'll keep that in mind. For the Son of Man is to come with his angels in the glory of his Father, and then he will repay every man for what he has done. Truly, I say to you, there are standing here, who will. there are some standing here who will not taste death before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom, the last two verses of our gospel. Several weeks ago in our Saturday morning men's group that meets here in, church, in the church kitchen, by the way, uh, at 9 a.m. each Saturday, Charles Floto led us in a discussion on heaven and hell. Interestingly, that discussion led me to what some, if not all of you, by the time I finish, may consider an odd interpretation of the last sentence of our gospel, with which I open these brief remarks from today's gospel from Matthew. You see, for much of my life, beginning with my childhood uh, in the segregated South in Columbia, South Carolina, I was led to believe that hell was this really hot, fiery place below ground where bad people went after death to spend eternity with Satan, and heaven was this pristine, white, fluffy place well above our sky where good people went after death to spend eternity with God and the angels. There's even a famous poem called High Flight by John Gillespie McGee, Jr. that some of you may have heard. It's one known by all aviators, and it alludes to God being in the heavens. It goes, Oh, I have slipped the surly bonds of earth, and danced the skies on laughter silvered wings. Sunward, I've climbed and joined the tumbling mirth of sun-split clouds, and done a hundred things you have never dreamed of. Wheeled and soared and swung high in the sunlit silence. Hovering there, I've chased the shouting wind along and flung my eager craft through footless halls of air. Up, up the long, delirious, burning blue, I've topped the windswept heights with easy grace, where never lark nor eagle flew. And while with silent, lifting mind, I've trod the high, untrespassed sanctity of space, put out my hand, and touched the face of God. Sometimes, after the loss of a loved one, we may hear friends or relatives express their hopes for one day joining their loved one in heaven where they can live eternal peace. As I have aged, or as we say in the men's group, matured, I have begun to feel more and more that we can be exposed to heaven every day right here on earth, if we open our hearts and our eyes and allow ourselves to see God in the incredible people and things around us, and if we will strive to be instruments of change in the world around us. A few weeks ago, our children and family minister, Mark James, inspired me with his sermon focused on children and the wonder and beauty of the world as they often see it completely unencumbered as we have un- unencumbered by the bigotry hatred and animosity we have learned as we have grown into adulthood he reminded us of jesus's chastisement of the adults who tried to keep children away from him by scolding them in matthew 19:14 suffer the little children to come unto me and forbid them not for such is the kingdom of God. Each Sunday, as my wife Jackie and I get out of the car and walk through the playground from the parking lot, I have a feeling that this is heaven. As the yard is teeming with children, running and playing without a care in the world. I'm an avid bike rider. And I frequently spend my early mornings or every once in a while, evening hours just riding the Mount Vernon and Anacostia trails and through the streets of D.C. marveling at the beauty of God's creation as I sometimes see deer, rabbits and birds and the myriad plant life all around D.C., Maryland and northern Virginia. There's even God at work, if you were here earlier this morning, right here in our parish hall each first Sunday as our parishioners prepare lunch for homeless and their numerous other outreach ministries and outreach programs that that serve people in need across our city and our region. Yes, I I do believe that we experience heaven right here on earth if we only allow ourselves to act to implement change. As Father John said to us in his sermon on August 6th of this year, There are moments in life when we feel a force pulling us in a specific direction. Quiet, instinctive, unconscious. A quiet, spiritual beckoning. The decision to make that first step and the next can only be made by us. There's a risk, he said, that comes with stepping beyond what we know or what we want. We must be willing to stretch beyond our comfort zone. There is so much we can learn from the innocence of our children and our world can be so much better for it. So back to my beginning and here where Father John will probably regret not stopping me as we had a conversation after that men's group that morning when I gave him my ideas of my radical theology about death and sin and hell and the like. Back to my beginning again, my odd interpretation of the last sentence in today's Gospel from Matthew. Truly I say to you, there are some standing here who will not taste death before they see the Son of Man coming into his kingdom before they experience heaven is my interpretation of that this says to me that we all can experience heaven right here during our earthly lives if we're willing to become change agents and take the step of opening our hearts and our eyes to others in need to giving our ties here in the church but also to treating others with fairness decency, and respect. As my personal feeble effort to be an instrument of change that I want to see, I have decided that I will carry several messages into the world everywhere I go. As I did in a homily to this very congregation in June of 2018, oh so long ago, I will close with a few pieces of advice. And I hate advice. I try not to give advice, but I will close with a few pieces of advice that I offered them, you, in hopes that they would provide you with food for thought, should you decide to share your hopes for peace and justice in our world with others in your daily life and work. Be bold. Be fearless. Dream big. And don't listen to anyone who tells you you can't do something or you don't belong. You will never be able to talk anyone into liking you or even worse, not hating you. Do your best to let your actions and performances speak for you. Extend love and kindness to haters. Keeping in mind the lesson from the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Don't let a day pass. Don't let a single day pass that you don't approach someone who means a lot to you and thank them for just letting them, for just being themselves and for letting you be yourself. Speak truth to power. I believe we as the Christ Church community, acting individually and collectively, can take us to a better place, a place worthy of the planet I've been blessed to see from space, where its serenity and lack of political borders belies the truth of what sometimes happens down here on Earth. I pray we can all have the courage to experience heaven and the kingdom of God right here on earth by following the example of the children. Be swift to love. Make haste to be kind. Amen.